0: Welcome to the Video Game Circus Podcast! Welcome to the Video Game Circus Podcast, a podcast about video games where we talk, what do you know, all things video games. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Mason, and joining me, as always, his name is... Justin Scow. And there we go, we had a Nintendo Direct Mini, a little Mini Direct, this was a few days ago. Uh, It was kind of... Uh, expected but at the same time not expected um you know since the beginning of december we kind of had an inkling incle- uh, we had kind of had an idea that this direct was coming around this time but we didn't really know nintendo didn't really announce it. it wasn't a proper direct they kind of just dropped it it wasn't a live video what were your initial thoughts on it
1: uh it was as expected or what i would imagine from a mini direct uh, met my expectations i liked what i saw i think that just from seeing that um i'll be purchasing a few more nintendo games in the near future
0: um what about you what do you think about it i thought it was very interesting and very different than the typical direct where this was kind of like a bunch of trailers dropped and kind of put together to make one large video it's very different like for example usually when a direct airs you have to wait for the whole thing to finish before you can go in and manually look at things this was more of they dropped it and it's like for example if you wanted to see Donkey Kong tropical freeze if you wanted to see specifically that trailer you could just go right to that one i thought that was a very interesting format i liked how they called it a mini you know our expectations weren't too high from it <laughs> but i think it really delivered on it then nintendo delivered in the fact that it was it's only a mini and exactly. i i I think there was a lot of cool announcements, and I think, you know, I want to get right into start talking about it. But exactly, yeah. Obviously, before we begin, we're going to um, talk about. You can follow us on uh, SoundCloud, and you can su- subscribe to us on iTunes. That's the Video Game Circus. Just look up that. That should come up. You can also email us feedback, the Video Game Circus podcast at gmail.com. So, you have anything else to say before we hop right in? Um, I had a thought, but it's okay. It'll come back to me. Okay, <laughs> well, let's start right away with The World Ends With You Final Remix. Now, this was originally a Nintendo DS game made by the same team that makes Kingdom Hearts, which is fascinating because I never played The World Ends With You. Did you ever play it? Or did, you, did you even, even hear
1: of heard it? I
0: didn't hear of it.
1: I didn't own a Nintendo DS. What's I wrong thought, with you? I know. I just skipped out. I liked my SP so much that I just didn't want to buy well, it. Like game
0: Boy Advance was a fantastic system. Yeah, but. so...
1: Uh, No, I never played this game. Looking at the trailer, I was kind of caught off guard with the animation itself.
0: I love the animation. Yeah, it
1: looks like a very fun RPG. Ten years since the original uh, date. I'm not sure if I said that. Yeah, it's the 10th
0: anniversary. I didn't say that. But yeah, it's a final remix version, which for those of you who have known anything about Square and the Kingdom Hearts series, they release final mix versions all the time. Like They have Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, Birth by Sleep Final Mix. So this is... Nowhere out of the ordinary. I think it's interesting that this DS game, originally it really utilized the two screens, and now they're going to the one screen on Switch. But they do have it. You can buy it right now on iPad, on an iPad or an iPhone So they, they do with the two screens set up. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see how they utilize the Switches. Um, it's very much like Kingdom Hearts. It's an action RPG. Um, but they are adding a new story scenario, which is very fascinating and very interesting. I'm happy to see this game come to Switch because, like I said... Uh, I love that team that makes the Kingdom Hearts games, and this is a game I missed on DS, and it's definitely a game that I'm probably going to pick up because I love that type of JRPG action-style combat. I really like that. And the characters in the game, the last time they made an appearance was in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop (coughs) Distance, which is a game that I really liked, I really enjoyed, because like I said, I just love that whole battle system and the whole Kingdom Hearts series. So this made by the same team is really up my alley. Right, coming from a guy looking on the outside, this game
1: kind of looks a little funky I'll probably buy it just depending on price but it does it definitely looks like something that uh, is addicting um, I feel like once you're in you're going to be locked in you're gonna be in on this game but it may not be for everyone I honestly have no recollection no like nostalgic feeling for the game 10 years ago but depending on price I'll probably buy it
0: yeah this is this was a huge surprise to me I don't know about you no I didn't expect it at all yeah. obviously. Alright, um, next up we have, um, this is going to be pretty big news to you pokin fans, this is a pokin Tournament DX, there are, is going to be a couple DLC batches, yep. uh, the pokin Tournament Battle Pack will release DLC in two ways, with the first featuring a playable HG Slash? Slash. EG Slash. How weird is that? Yeah. Gen 6 EG Slash is
1: going to be a playable character in pokin Tournament. That is just nuts to me.
0: Yeah, not the first Pokemon that came to mind that would be a playable character, uh, but it's going to be very unique and very interesting. He is a Steel Slash Ghost type, and the way that game incorporates Pokemon, incorporates moves, it's going to be very interesting to see how it goes, and it's going to be interesting to see how it affects the metagame as well, because this game is huge in Japan. Um, This is awesome. I really like how Nintendo is supporting this, because... You know, originally when we got the port, they added everything that the U.S. version didn't have, and I love how they're adding more to the game. And also, um, two support Pokemon that come with that. This is Battle Pack 1, which comes out, I think, in February. It comes with Mega, Mega Rayquaza, and Mimikyu. Uh, Pretty cool. I think it's really cool, like I said, how Nintendo is supporting it. Uh, What are your thoughts on the Pokemon they're adding? Uh, who do they pass
1: over to make Slash like, the first one in February? That's what I want to know. But, like, I love the idea that it's going to be him. It, for, like, a Gen 6 Pokemon, I thought he really stood out. Like, oh, it's just it's just a stupid sword. I thought Slash was really cool. I don't think I'm really alone with that either, though. Making him a playable character definitely doesn't seem like the first choice. It's just outside-the-box thinking, but that's kind of what Nintendo does. It's outside-the-box thinking. And then, um, with the second uh, the DLC... Just, oh, this,
0: you want to talk about Batch 2, or do you want to talk about the support Pokemon?
1: Um, I, I really don't care about the support Pokemon. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think it's... The only thing I would say about the support is, I think it's very interesting that Mega Rayquaza is a support Pokemon, because... And instead of just, like, Rayquaza? Uh, not even that, that he's not a battle Pokemon, because if you look at all the support Pokemon, most of them are either uh, their first evolution, or they're very small. Mega Rayquaza is... Huge. Mm. If you look at the, I remember Gen Three. you Look at the battle sprites, and you know you could compare them to like, oh, your person is four foot ten compared yeah. to how big they are. Regular Rayquaza was huge. So Mega is Mega is even bigger. And I just can't. It's gonna be interesting to see that as a support Pokemon compared to you know they have Piplup as a support Pokemon <laughs> and Fennekin. That's very. <laughs> it's gonna be very interesting yeah. to see that. I just thought that was cool. I think Mimikyu, cool addition. Uh, Mimikyu's become kind of a. Gen 7, people really, really like Mimikyu. Yeah, I wasn't um,
1: surprised that Mimikyu was going to was play a role. It was only a matter of time. Yeah. yeah, play a role in the game. I didn't think it was going to be like a playable character, but I definitely saw it coming in as like a support. So Yeah. Um, that probably would have been one of my first guesses. On to the second one that's coming out in March, I believe. I thought this was a long time coming, though, to see Blastoise as a playable mm. character. I was kind of surprised uh, that it took this long, but I'm very happy that he's getting like his... His due, his, yeah, his due. Blastoise is probably one of my more favorite Gen One mm. Pokemons.
0: Not yours? No, I'm more of a Charizard guy. See, growing up, when we, I had Pokemon Blue, I did have Blue version, but I always, I, I my sister always took Squirtle, so I had to take Charmander. Even though she had Red version, so it was. Not, I'm never a Blastoise fan, but to go back to your point of surprising that Blastoise has taken this long for him to come in, and that he's in Batch Two and not Batch One, right? Just goes more to that point you were making about how EG Slash is so, it's so weird that he's the first Pokemon they're adding as DLC, and Blastoise is second. I I like the idea of um, adding Blastoise, he's one of the original two mascots, you know, him and Charizard were the first Pokemon that you really saw, they're on Pokemon Stadium, the original N64 game, Mm -hmm. it's Blastoise and Charizard, Pokemon Red and Blue, Blastoise and Charizard, and now you're finally adding Blastoise. Now, I... I wonder if they'll add more future DLC with uh, Venusaur. Get the original big three. Ooh, that would be interesting.
1: Um, I don't know. I could see Venusaur as being kind of a side character, but it would be interesting to see like uh, the four-legged plant go in there. I mean, you do have like Suicuna as a playable character, exactly. so it's not like that weird.
0: And with E.G. Slash coming in, nothing's off the limits. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So you don't. You never know. And that's kind of. I appreciate the outside of the box thinking with uh, uh, Nintendo with this one. The thing that I just find so weird is just the release of Slash before Blastoise. Exactly. Like, you'd think that, like, they go with the, the more one one first. Yeah. But maybe, maybe that's kind of part of the marketing strategy, I guess. I'm not sure. Like, more people probably are familiar with the Gen 1 than the Gen 6 sword, so.
0: Exactly. Especially considering Blastoise is a starter Pokemon. Yeah. With Squirtle. Also, coming in Bash 2 is Mew and Selby as support characters, which is much overdue. Uh, I'm shocked they weren't in the game originally.
1: Right. I feel like people always forget about Celebi, too, even though, like, it had she had her own, like, movie.
0: Very forgotten um, Legendary Pokemon, mainly because when the original Silver and Crystal came out, wasn't uh, part Silver of it. and uh, Silver and Gold and then Crystal, yeah. Celebi wasn't part of it. It wasn't until the end of Generation 2. And then by then, I remember the originally the only way to get a Celebi was if you pre-ordered Pokemon Coliseum and you got a copy of... You got Jirachi and Celebi. That was the only way in the U.S. to get them for the <laughs> longest time. I remember remember the GS ball from... I don't know if you remember that. The GS ball from the anime. That's no, why Ash goes to the Orange Islands. Yeah, we're yeah. showing our... I
1: remember those. Guys. Yeah,
0: but they originally... The GS ball was supposed to play a huge part with Celebi, but then they just kind of scrapped it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting but uh, remember we were, we were wondering what those dates wave 1 actually comes out January 31st wave 2 hits on March 23rd and thats ah, fourteen, okay. $14. ninety nine each that's a lot of money for just considering maybe two battle characters also you know you get new avatar items and are getting tossed in both waves so yeah, I don't know it does
1: seem like kind of a lot of money though just for two DLCs but eh. we'll,
0: we'll see. see what happens I yeah, mean we'll I know see. it's Pokemon it sells a lot this game is like I said people love it in Japan people even love it over here I know it's very popular on the west coast Speaking of uh, future DLC for this game, what is one Pokemon you want to see as a playable character Ooh. that's not already in the game? Scyther. Scyther? Scyther's probably one of my favorite Gen 1, top I three. I perfect fit into the game. Yeah, right
1: yeah I mean, is already in it, right? Yeah. Tourney, DX? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember it wasn't in, uh, or maybe it wasn't the first one, but I'd like to see Scyther, not as a side character, as a playable character, just from a personal uh, standpoint. Other than that, one of my other favorite Pokemon is probably Donphan. I'd love to see... Uh, oh,
0: I could definitely see Dawn yeah. fan in the game. That would be very interesting. Like you said, there's like there's no boundaries, but you have four-legged characters already in it. Exactly. That'd be, oh, I could definitely see that. Oh, my gosh. Rolling around <laughs> exactly. with him.
1: How fun would that be?
0: That'd be awesome. So for me, personally, I mean, I would love to see Politoed in there. Big Politoed fan. Favorite Pokemon of all right. time. Very underrated. You already have Polyrath. Um <laughs> Politoed would be cool, but, you know, speaking on a more... You know, more reasonable basis, you know, actually, what is reasonable now with exactly the amount of Pokemon be in it? I could definitely see maybe, hmm, actually, hmm, I don't know, like, honestly, I don't know because anyone could join, anyone could be in it, right? I, yeah, I'm not sure off the top of my head,
1: like, pseudo legendaries, maybe, like, anything really, yeah,
0: really, anything.
1: Ugh. It could be like a Dragonair, um, like an Onyx, just. Something like completely like weird Onyx would be interesting. Yeah.
0: Even Steelix. Yeah.
1: Or maybe like another rock type, like maybe a golem or like a Graveler, for example. That'd exactly. And
0: I would going to be interested to see if they have any Alolan form Pokemon enter the game. I know. i was surprised they
1: didn't capitalize on that. Yet. Yeah, or and they, you know, maybe yeah,
0: even yeah. as a support Pokemon, having a Lolan version of another type of Pokemon. Yeah, like Raichu, for example. Exactly, having a Ro- Lolan Raichu. I mean, you already have Pikachu. There's already multiple Pikachu's in the game. Having a Lolan Raichu in there. Yeah, that would be really interesting. I would like to see Raichu in the game. Big Raichu fan as well. Mm. But uh, that's interesting. But uh, I really like that, so let's move on to Kirby Star Allies, the newest entry in the Kirby series. It's going to arrive on March 16th, and we got to see some new copy abilities, including an artist ability, which really reminds me of the artist from Kirby 64. I don't know if you're familiar with Kirby 64.
1: No, I've only played, played one, like, well, actually, no, I played uh, Kirby's Ride before, oh, and I played one game for the Game Boy Advance. That was so um, fun. The Magic
0: Mirror? It wasn't Magic N- Mirror. Nightmare in Dreamland. I think, what, what was the second one that you said? Magic, Nightmare and It's a remake Nightmare of, Dr- yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, remake yes. of the um, SNES game. Yes, 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 yeah. that was one. greatly improves on it. Mm-hmm. But um, the, there was an artist in Kirby 64, it originally was supposed to appear in a future Kirby game for the GameCube that actually got scrapped, which if you actually look at Kirby Star Allies, if you look at original screenshots of that GameCube version, it looks very similar to like the way that they're designing the game. Um I thought it was pretty cool. They also introduced a new spider ability that you can web foot. You can like web, web that foes. Was really that was really cool. cool. Yeah. Um, friend abilities also the, um, allow Kirby to co op Kirby's to compete and com- and combine their abilities to create new combinations. I thought that was really cool as well. Uh, are you a big Kirby fan? I'm not against Kirby. I just never really been invested too much. This game, I might actually
1: like buy though. I know the release date is Mark March 16th. Okay, I was yeah. gonna say March 13th, but I might actually go in and buy this game. I think. It looks it looks pretty entertaining. So
0: yeah, Kirby games have been relatively on the easier side. You know, right. the easier side of Nintendo games. But I really like to say the game, the idea that you can play it four player would be awesome. I can already see me and you pairing up our Switches and playing it, yeah. Just going through, you know, going through green greens and doing all the Kirby stuff. Uh, it's really cool. I liked. I'm not the biggest Kirby fan. Like I said, Nightmare and Dreamland is my favorite Kirby game. Magic Mirror was really good too. Uh, Epic yarn. Was different on it was a Wii game. I never actually played Return to Dreamland on the Wii. Uh, it was kind of I was I was already out of the Wii cycle by then. But uh, I know one of our friends, uh, Trevor, is a big Kirby fan, and he's very excited about this game. Uh, <laughs> March sixteenth, very early, earlier than I thought we were gonna get it. Uh, sho- a little shocking there. I I figured this game would be come out more closer to the summer, but hey, hey if it's already done, it's pretty cool. It's a big AAA Kirby's a recognizable character and. Yeah, I like it a lot. Right, so. I thought,
1: uh, going off of your point, I thought this game would probably be released like probably a month
0: before E3 2018. Exactly, yeah. This seems like one of those type of games, but, you know, with everything else that came out from this Direct, ooh, Nintendo's not holding any punches, so... No, absolutely. Moving right on, we have Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition coming to Nintendo Switch, which is very interesting because... When Fire Emblem Warriors came out, we talked about a lot how we're, we were shocked that Hyrule didn't get ported because, you know, Legend of Zelda is such a more, such a bigger franchise than right. Fire Emblem. I mean, I'm a huge Fire Emblem fan, but, you know, it's not for everyone, uh-huh. and Hyrule Warriors actually sold really well on the Wii U. It was a very good Wii U game. Um, I'm not a big fan of Musou games, which is like the Dynasty Warriors franchise, but I really like Fire Emblem Warriors, and I love the, I, I the idea of being able to run around as Link and just... Kills as many enemies as you can <laughs> see, or chic or yeah. use any type of Legend of Zelda characters. And it's um, it's going to feature all the DLC that was on the Wii U and the 3DS versions. And I'll toss in new Breath of the Wild outfits. That's pretty cool. So what is your take on Hyrule Definitive Edition?
1: Well, I remember I was talking about how, like, when you were playing Fire Emblem Warriors, I really, really wanted to get Hyrule Warriors for the Switch. So I was... This was probably my favorite thing that they announced, mm. like, for um, the Mini Direct. Um, going off of that, too... I liked my Wii U and the only game that I really wanted to play but never got to, got around to playing was Hyrule Warriors. I texted friends about it. I texted like Trevor, Donnie, like, do you have the game? Can I still play it? And it's like, nah, I don't have it anymore or I don't know where it is. I, this is probably, I know I'm going to buy this for sure. I'm so excited to like finally get to play this. I don't like, I don't. I've never seen any of, like, the gameplay itself. All that, I can really imagine. It's just, like, similar yeah.
0: to the Musou games. It's similar I mean, you saw me playing Fire Emblem Warriors. Exactly. It's very similar so to that, like, but with Zelda characters.
1: Exactly. So, like, I can imagine it in my head to an extent. But, like, just, like, it blows my mind just thinking about it. Um, so, I am very, very excited. This is, like, um, the number one for me coming out of this uh, mini-direct. Um, yeah, so... That's my thoughts
0: on it. The amount of content in Hyrule Warriors was insane. The amount of characters, the amount of costumes, the costume variants—it was—it was ridiculous. Uh, it was such a fun game to play. It was so easy to pick up and play. And like I said, the Legend of Zelda series is so iconic. Just being able to run around as well, links from all these different <laughs> eras, chic, and there's no—it doesn't—you're not questioning it. Like, why is this timeline link here when this time the, the timelines don't fit? But you don't question it because it's a Muso game. And I think this is really cool. I think it's gonna sell like bananas because Fire Emblem Warriors actually sold really well on the Switch, which is shocking because Fire Emblem's not as popular around over here as it is in the West. I mean, as it is in like Japan, the East. And this is gonna be really cool. I'm really excited to see this game get a proper release on Switch, and it's definitely a game that I'll play more, just being able to play it on the go. Like it's one of those things that it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. Next up was my favorite announcement personally, and that was Mario Tennis Aces. I love Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis is my favorite Mario sports genre. Going all the way back to 64, Mario '64, Mario Tennis 64, whatever, however you want to call it, Mario Tennis, <laughs> I loved it. It was so much fun. I played so much of this. And then uh, Totes, um, Mario Power Tennis on GameCube was awesome, and then it even re-listed on Wii. I just, I really love it. And this is gonna have a story mode, which hasn't appeared since the GBA version, which was awesome and it includes like RPG elements right up my alley, RPG guy, plus Mario Tennis. You know, it's gonna, I'm all over it. Um, there's gonna be missions and boss battles, which is really cool. And there's some like new gameplay elements that they're adding to and um, matches. You can, uh, you can, yeah, you have the ability to challenge, uh, to um, read like your opponent's moves, what they're gonna do, and then. Respond accordingly. I can't wait. Mario Tennis introduced Waluigi, most underrated Nintendo character of all time. So I'm really excited for this one. And this, the last game on Wii U was, let's face it, was garbage. It was terrible. I hated it. And this is gonna be awesome. I can't wait to play through the story mode of this. And it's being developed by Camelot, which Camelot, you know, if you know anything about Camelot, they've made tremendous. Mario spinoff games, um, some of the Mario Party games, Mario, some of the original Mario Tennis games, uh, Mario Golf. I can't wait. Was it my first, like, Mario sports game on Switch? What was I thinking originally? I was thinking we get a Mario Golf game because Toadstool Tour on uh, 3DS sold so well, and I played so many hours of that. And The golf series has always done much better than the tennis series, so, you know... A little surprised, but hey, I'm not complaining because Mario Tennis is my jam. I love right. it. I
1: think you're not the only one that really uh, suspects that either or really feels that way. I think when you think Mario Sports Games, Mario Tennis 64, whatever you want to call it, that's probably like one of the first things that pops into people's head. Um, like you said, though, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected them to like, go with uh, Tennis. And I think it's so interesting that they did. I think, like you said, with Hyrule Warriors, this will actually sell almost like a hot commodity. It just seems so um, different in a way, just like with this whole direction story mode. Haven't seen that since the G since uh, the Game Boy Game Boy Advance version. Jeez, can't talk. Um, and just what you said about with the um, almost like the reverse, like knowing like what your opponent's gonna do and trying to like uh, make a decision based off that. Uh, what I was thinking that they were going to do, like, I knew that there was obviously going to be, like, a sports game coming out. I thought they would do something more along the lines of, like, a Super Mario Strikers or, like, Super Mario Baseball on, like, the uh, GameCube. Mm. Those were two, like, my favorite Mario sports games of all time. I can't really say anything about Mario Tennis. I haven't played it in, since I was
0: probably, like, six or seven. I love Mario Tennis. Like, yeah. I still go back to it and play it. The game, the GameCube one was fantastic as well. Just, But, like... It's weird too because the last main console Mario sports game was a tennis game. This came out on Wii U near the end of this life cycle. It was like 2013 this game came out and it didn't do well that's why i'm shocked that they're releasing it i do know they released the mario sports pack on uh 3ds which i actually did get which incorporated baseball it had tennis it had golf but it was like kind of like sports light like it wasn't the full content exactly Um, i'm a big fan of the sports mario sports games in general like you said mario mario (laughs) baseball fantastic superstar baseball on gamecube awesome game mario super sluggers on wii awesome game i cannot wait to see the roster for this and what I would love for them to do is something along the lines of Mario Kart, where they incorporated other Nintendo franchises into it. I would love to see just like Nintendo Tennis. Let's get let's get Link in there. Let's yeah, get Link, time.
1: the Splatoon kids. Exactly. Let's get interesting with it. So yeah, I so, know. This
0: I, is my biggest surprise and my most excited moment yeah. of the direct.
1: Yeah, I think the roster will definitely be interesting. I'd like to see stuff like that. But kind of with like the Super Mario baseball, you got like you were able to play as Donkey Kong. You could play as uh Piranha or the Piranha Yeah, Point.
0: did you ever play Superstar? I mean um, uh, um Super Mario Super Sluggers on Wii?
1: on um, we no it's a I sequel
0: it was even better than superstar baseball the roster yes. expanded you could use multiple yoshis at once multiple toads at once all different colors they included baby dk you could, you know critters from the donkey Kong country series those yeah. alligators Yeah. you could be them king k was in the game they incorporated a lot more characters and it was awesome and it was the story mode was so much better like it was so cool like it was so good and I would have loved to see a sequel to that, but I'm so pumped to see what they can do with the tennis series and with a story mode. Because anytime Mario Sports games usually have a story mode, they usually pan out well. Yeah. I think this game will be good. I think it will it sell well, too. Cannot wait. Get great reviews. Sorry. Cannot wait. Uh, next up, we have... Okay. Yeez. Y-S. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 8 LaCro Ah, uh, LaCro You read this? Yeah.
1: Where is it? Uh... Lacrimosa? Lacrimosa of Dana?
0: Yeah. There we go. So this is an interesting game. It's another JRPG. It's very different. Um, The adventure puts players on an island filled with giant, evolved creatures all roaming the wild and looking to kill you. So, similar along the lines of uh, Monster Hunter, where, you know, people are out there trying to kill you. Um, Uh Players, you can also recruit allies to hurt some of these beasts. Uh, But it also has some base building elements, which is, you know akin to any game these days you know everything seems to have a base building element yeah Um, it hits the summer Uh, what were your thoughts on this game Uh, I remember it catching my
1: eye I just don't like remember the gameplay itself Um, it's bad it's pretty bad too because I actually rewatched the trailer last night before I fell asleep but this from what I do remember I think I'm gonna buy this game just because it seems a little different I I wanted to buy another JRPG just to get um, like my feet wet with it uh, so, what do you what do you think of the game? You probably it's not really it
0: it's not really up my alley. I mean, I know it's a JRPG, but I don't really like base building games. I don't like the idea of building a base and having monsters can come and like destroy it when I'm out hunting other monsters. Um, I'm probably gonna pass on it. Uh, that's just me. But yeah, it was a nice surprise. I didn't expect this. It's one of those random games. Hey, this is on Switch, but. Because it's on Switch, it might be a game where, you know, I might just be like, you know what, I'll try it out because, you know, I have it on the go. It's, it's not one of those things where I'm going to just sit in front of my TV and sit down and play it when it's when I could be playing something else. So, you know, it's on the go. I might play it. You know what I mean? So exactly. that wasn't um, a thing. All right. So another big thing for next up was uh, Luigi's Balloon World. So Luigi's finally in Odyssey. He's finally here. Thank God. So, uh, it's okay, folks. He's finally there. Yeah. We got him in. We got him in. Not (laughs) just the costume. So uh, what what was your whole take on this, Luigi's Balloon Mode?
1: Um, Just looking at it from, like, a picture, I was kind of, like, let down. But then you finally get to see, like, I saw it on Reddit first, and I just saw a picture, and it's like, he's in. And it's just like, okay, so what does he do? And then you actually look at the Balloon World, like, feature, and I'm, like, watching and it's like, I can't wait for this to come to Odyssey. Like, I'm definitely going to play this and see, like, how competitive it can get. Uh, Can someone find your balloon in 30 seconds? You can get like really really, um, unique or like out of, like, out of the box singing with that. So which is kind of what Nintendo does. I gotta stop using that. But I think uh, the game itself, like the mini game itself, it's gonna be very entertaining to play. What do you think about it?
0: Uh, it's interesting, kind of like gives you like the idea of unlimited moons now because it's 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 <laughs> like going to hunt for a moon. Mm-hmm. And, but you're timed. I think it's really cool to be able to challenge each other and, like, you know, race your friends. Oh, I, I found this balloon a lot faster than you. Can you beat it? That's pretty cool. Uh, I can't, Like you said, I can't wait to see what other people do with it, kind of like the speedrunners. It's going to be really interesting to see what people hide them. I know I'm going to be hiding balloons all over the place, and I'm, I'm expecting you to find them. So. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, you will we'll <laughs> see. You still haven't beat the darker side. Yeah, so. that's true. Uh, Don't remind me of that. There's also going to be uh, three costumes, the knight and night helmet and armor, a new Donk City musician hat outfit, and the sunshine shades in an outfit, which I'm pumped because that brings me back to Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Great game. I love that game, like we've already talked about before. It um, has the sunshine sprites on, as like the um, sunglasses, which were pretty cool, and like the little Hawaiian shirt.
1: Yeah, I like um, the knight's armor a lot one. When- uh too. i kind of wish i had that for like the dragon battle you know which oh
0: yeah yeah that would be pretty cool yeah um it's pretty cool it's a free update um wasn't what i wanted from like update but it's like not dlc because it's free i could definitely see in the future them doing dlc kingdoms and stuff like that where they add a whole new kingdom
1: oh i'd buy that yeah i buy that heartbeat
0: heartbeat. exactly (laughs) So, I don't know. This is really cool. I like the idea of, you know, the co- um, you know challenging your friends and stuff. And it, it's going to get me to boot up Odyssey again, which is something I haven't done since I beat it
1: 100%. Yeah, I haven't played it since, like, probably beginning of November. So, I, I really want to find an excuse to go back to playing Mario Odyssey. This is the
0: perfect excuse. Exactly. See how good you can hide
1: a balloon. See how quickly you can find one. So. Yeah, and
0: it comes out in February, sometime in February, and it's free. So... Uh, next up, we have SNK Heroines, a tag-team tag frenzy. And that basically takes all the female, you know, the heroines of the SNK series, and it's like a fighting game right out of that genre using all the heroines. That's pretty cool. It's, um, it's a single-button fighter, kind of a rhythm fighting game. Yeah. That's where I got along the lines. And you can switch between characters and utilize items to get the upper hand. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, you, the dream finish is back from all the SNK games. The game's also going to feature a customization option for every character. Are you a fan of the SNK games?
1: I've never even played one to be completely honest.
0: They're interesting. They're uh kind of a simpler fighting game yeah. not along the lines of, you know, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter.
1: But it's not like a beat 'em up game. No, it's right? not a
0: beat 'em up game, but exactly. it's it's like a step above a beat 'em up but step below like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Okay. So, I don't know, it's pretty cool and then Ace a C A Neo Geo Art of Fighting Two gets a Switch release date. It's actually already out. It came out. They dropped. It was like it's one of those. Oh, and it's out right now. <laughs> so that's yeah. a batch of fighting games on the Switch, which um uh, Switch has a lot of fighting games if you think about it. I mean,
1: yeah, it really does. And then there's probably more on the way. Obviously, exactly. one big one on the way. Uh, probably it just hasn't been announced. yet.
0: Yeah, particularly Smash Bros, which I know everyone was hoping for from this direct. But you know, expectations were lower because you know it was a direct mini. Yeah. just get that out out of the way, and I think we'll see some Smash later. But this is pretty cool. Um, Cool addition to the SNK series. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm very hesitant about this.
1: Uh, Just, I'm not sure how it will really pan out. Um, I'm not sure if I'm actually going to play it or even, like, look into it. But, you know, fingers crossed that it turns out to be really well. And
0: like you said, you never know with Switch. It's, like, anything that's a mole. it's, like, it's on the go. So, like, you know, it's not really competing with your, you know, big television game. So exactly. it's going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle is getting a new character, and that is Donkey Kong, the King of the Swing himself. This is really cool. Very interesting. When they originally announced DLC characters for uh, Mario plus Rabbids, I was thinking more Rabbids characters, not like a Donkey Kong, not Donkey Kong centric. Really cool. This is a game that I, like I said, last, last time we were on the podcast, is a game that you know i just you know i wanted to play it so bad i have it and it just i didn't get around to playing it so with the new dlc i'm probably gonna jump right back into it and pick up donkey kong donkey kong looks really cool in this trailer oh he yeah, looked he gorgeous and i think he's gonna fit into the universe really well <laughs> yeah i mean i
1: kind of disagree I, like once i finally started the game and like once you saw the trailer and saw the big like rabbit kong i was like okay he's not in the game he's probably gonna be one of the first to come out in like a dlc Is donkey kong I wasn't surprised by that. I think it's really cool that he is in the game. kind of makes me want to go out and buy the game just to put him on like my team. Uh, but we'll see how it all uh, pans out. I think uh, just adding him into the game is going to uh, make more people actually buy the game itself. I feel like it's still kind of a forgotten game. But this DLC, I think, helps.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those games that... Um so many people were like oh I loved it I picked it up I have it I played a little bit of it I really loved it and then other stuff came out right because I know like Destiny 2 came out right after and people jumped right. into that and they kind of never got back to it and then by the time they were done playing all the other games like Odyssey came out and it's like oh I gotta uh-huh. play Odyssey it kind of just fell on the wayside but you know with Donkey Kong coming in I think that could you know re- revitalize the yeah.
1: game it gives it a nice little boost
0: so. yeah so that was, uh, that was that was cool, and that he's going to come sometime in the spring. I'm thinking probably April, May. That's when he'll be joining the rabid kingdom. Yeah. Next up, we have Payday 2. It gets the definitive release date of February 27th. Uh, so are you a Payday fan? No, not really. I've never really played them, but I think it'd be interesting to play, like, you know, do Honestly. a heist. Like, you know, like... Each, character, each person has their own Switch. You can do the heist together, you know, rob some banks.
1: Exactly. The thing that I thought would be really cool is just, like, it's portable. You know, like, stay, you're staying in, like, one room or anything. Exactly. You can just take it on the go. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be a pretty good selling point for the game itself. Um, but I've never really been a huge I've never even
0: played place. a Payday game. No. No. But it's uh, interesting coming to Switch, and that will be February 27th, and that has there's some uh, new DLC exclusive DLC coming to the switch version, a new character. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Next up we have Fey, Is that how you Fey or: It's just F-A, right? Uh, FE, F-E. I, I think it's Fey. Iron Yeah Iron <laughs> Iron. So yeah uh, all it the it science fans
1: out there.:
0: So this is a 3D adventure game. the player explores a mysterious for- forest filled with majestic creatures. The world is illuminated and filled with secrets. Players will get to explore these secrets when Faye hits Switch on February 16th. So the game's also coming to PC, Xbox One, and PS4, but uh, it's really interesting. It is developed by EA. What are your thoughts on Faye?
1: Uh, I think it'll be a fun game to play. Uh, I shouldn't really use that to describe games, but it, it's, it's different. It's different from something that I played. Um, the fact that it's made by EA kind of like throws me off a little bit. Uh, but we'll see. I want to see more of it, though, before I actually get, like, indulged into it, so... Um, that's my take on it, for now. But I'm sure, like, as time goes on and I get to see more from this game, uh, you'll get more of a reaction, obviously. What was your first impression?
0: So, when they originally announced it, and it wasn't confirmed for Switch, uh, I saw it on PS4, and like it was like, oh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Originally, I was like, this is like a Switch. This is like a Nintendo game. This looks like a Nintendo game. It feels like a Nintendo game. Why isn't this on Switch? And now it's going to be on Switch, so if I do end up picking it up, it will be a game that I play on Switch. Uh, one of those games that I can just pick up and play. I like the idea of a 3D adventure exploring a forest. You know, it's very mysterious, and What's gonna happen? What's behind that tree? I like that, and I love the idea of just like creatures roaming around. And that's pretty cool. But like I said, this feels like a Nintendo game. So if I do play it, it will be on the Switch over the PS Four. Yeah, I feel like it's probably the better platform. But anyways, up next we have Celeste, which is a game that follows the journey of Madeline as she climbs a treacherous Mount Celeste. Comes to Switch on January twenty fifth. It's like again, this is also on PS Four, Xbox One, and PC. This is pretty cool. It's like a um you, you know you're climbing a tower it you you face obstacles there's puzzles uh pretty cool pretty cool like um indie game i i feel like uh i don't know i like puzzle solving games and i like the the artwork and the sprite work of this game so it's pretty cool uh, what are your thoughts on it
1: i honestly don't remember it too well uh from uh what you just described it still doesn't ring a bell but um yeah, that's. I just don't really remember it off
0: the top. of my I mean, it's, it was a smaller game. They didn't really hold. They didn't really stay on it too long. It was very, very quick, very quick trailer. I mean, it exactly. was already confirmed for PS4. The only thing I can really one.
1: remember is this, it's an indie game. So.
0: Yeah, and you're climbing towers. Exactly. So, but next up, big news: mm-hmm. DK Country Tropical Freeze coming to Switch May fourth, and also Funky Kong's coming along the way. Not he wasn't originally was originally not in the Wii U version and now he's here and it comes he's kind of part of the all new easy <laughs> mode so I don't know how much I'm going to use him but DK Tropical Country DK Country Tropical Freeze severely underrated Wii U game. I'm so happy this is on Switch,
1: right? That game got a lot of mixed reviews and I remember watching the gameplay to it and it's like, how like this game well IGN
0: like, gave it yeah. a very high score, they loved it. Yeah. I absolutely love this game, I never beat it. I loved playing co op. This is a game I'm gonna play co- strictly co op. It is so much fun. It is so difficult and so much so challenging.
1: Right. I thought I thought the game looked awesome um, on the Wii U. Speaking. Uh, and it looks gorgeous which, on Switch. I like the fact that they've been able to like port some of the games from the Wii U. That because the Wii U is like the forgotten system. Or the, the Dreamcast. The, the Dreamcast yeah. of the Nintendo. Yeah, but like with that Hyrule Warriors, I really thought that was a pretty cool move to do. I'm probably going to pick this up. I haven't played a Donkey Kong Country game since probably I was five, in all honesty. Uh, When I first got, like, uh, when I first got my Game Boy this I think it was, or... You played the
0: remake of Donkey Kong Country? Or Donkey Kong Country, one of the Donkey Kong Country games? One of the Donkey Kong Country games. I can't
1: remember off the top of my head. Um, Like, I can't remember anything from... You know, I was 22 and on, but that's okay.
0: After you were dropped on your head. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: You know, it, sad moment. And it happens like every day. So, yeah, like, sad moment. Exactly. But um no, I like the idea of the Funky Kong, like being the easier. um He's like, a cool he's a cool character. Yeah, it's, he's definitely funky. like, <laughs> he's definitely a cool character and like watching him play and it's like, oh, well that's good for like a beginner or like a guy that hasn't picked it up in a while like me. Don't know how long that will last, but we'll see.
0: All I know is the Donkey Kong Country games are extremely difficult. They're not like Mario games where people try to play them like they're Mario platformer games. They are not. You have to time your jumps precisely. It is so much fun and it is so frustrating sometimes, but so rewarding when you beat the level and you collect everything. There's so much to collect in all Donkey Kong games. I cannot wait for this game. I know this is a day one purchase for me. I don't care. It's a full price game. It comes out May 4th. I am getting this game the day it comes out because I want to beat it because by the time like i played a, maybe three worlds three islands of the game and um by the time that i wanted to finish it like i was done with the wii like i was like i'm good with this this is this is this system's terrible i'm good so i'm so excited for this to come so who's your favorite kong of the of the kong family Ah, uh, probably diddy diddy <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah that's default like, answer yeah. you don't like dixie no what about trixie no what about funky Nah, I he's like a surfboard.
1: Well, Funky Kong is probably like speaking, three for
0: me. Speaking of Funky, he's in Super Sluggers that we game. The surfboard is bat. Right. I'm just saying. Uh, what about Chunky Kong? Nah. What about nah, Cranky? Cranky he jumps on his little thing. That's Truman's favorite. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's uh, our friend Truman. Yeah.
0: He uh, he's the one Man I played game through this game. A lot. Yeah, he's the one I played through this game with mm-hmm. when we played it. He was he was cranky a lot. I, I gotta go with the original DK. I love Donkey Kong. I absolutely love him.
1: Donkey Kong was like one of my first Smash characters that I like really enjoyed oh my God. playing as. So,
0: side note, yeah. Smash 64, the day we get it, me and my sister hook it up, we're playing it, playing on Saffron City, the stage from uh, Smash 64, I'm Donkey Kong, Kelly's Pikachu, she shocks me, we hit the start button, we die laughing because we can see his bones. That's my little tangent <laughs> yeah. story. So, yeah, that's my one of my first memories of Donkey Kong.
1: Yeah, but Diddy's probably my favorite. I really liked um, mm. Diddy Kong
0: a lot. Donkey Kong Country 2, mm-hmm. best Donkey Kong Country game of all time, Diddy's exactly. Quest. Exactly. All right. So that was awesome. So I'm pumped for that. That, again, comes out May 4th. And um, finally, direct ended with uh, some crazy news. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls 1 with all the DLC. Coming to Switch, also coming to PS4 and uh, Xbox One, but this is huge, because when uh, Switch was originally announced, we saw all those logos of all the third-party developers, we saw firm software, and we're like, we haven't heard anything from them, but the original Dark Souls, some say the best Dark Souls game, it is, in my opinion, the best Dark Souls game, and it's going to be on Switch. I'm so pumped, I cannot wait to play this game, because it is so hard, but it's going to be so much fun to be able to play this portably, portably. I love Dark Souls, so what were your initial thoughts on this?
1: My thoughts were, how crazy is this, that this challenging, challenging game is coming to Nintendo? Because, it, like, would you actually think, like, in for any system that Nintendo has done, you get something remotely close to Dark Souls? And I think now, um, with, you know, Payday 2, Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, I think Nintendo kind of... Yeah, Doom. Wolfenstein. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... I, would, I think Nintendo kind of wants to now throw that at you, like, oh, like, what game don't you think is going to be on there? And it's like, well, I don't know, maybe not GTA. And it's like, well, GTA is on there. So, like, stuff like that. We're going
0: to have Fallout on here yeah. next. I'm, like I said, I'm so excited for this. And like, like you were saying, this is so different than Nintendo. I never thought I'd see the day <coughs> that a Dark Souls game appears on a Nintendo console. This is awesome. Mm -hmm. and it comes with all the dlc and i think it's gonna do bonkers on switch skyrim sold incredibly well but i can imagine myself just on an airplane doing you know i'm gonna go through dark souls right now and it's crazy to me that we get a game like announced in a direct like kirby and then dark souls right the complete opposite kirby happy-go-lucky easy kid-friendly yeah we got dark souls you know what you want to come you want to come play this yeah no tutorial you know how you learn you learn by dying in this game that's how you learn
1: it's gonna be a complete grind fest. I don't. Know, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna be playing. But oh, I also this. don't want to imagine the amount of time that people are, are going to be putting into this. I. I don't know. It's not a game that I really think I'll be playing. But I know it's gonna sell like I don't know, a hot potato.
0: So I'm so pumped! I can't wait. You know what I would love to see too? Like exclusive Nintendo DLC. Like you know, like I know on Skyrim we had the uh, Legend of Zelda costume you could get. It'd be cool to get like a like a master sword as a weapon in this game i think that'd be really cool something like that i'm so pumped and again that comes out may 25th so that was basically the recap of this mini direct uh i really liked it i know some people either hated it or they loved it i my expectations weren't too high because anytime nintendo announces like anything significant that's usually like a couple days in advance to say, well, we're going to have a direct estate. They didn't say anything. I know there was a bunch of tweets, the Chibi-Robo tweet from the Nintendo of America account was pretty funny. You know, people were going back and forth. When's Nintendo going to announce this? And when they finally did, they said, hey, listen, it's a mini and it's out now. Mm. So my expectations were not super high. Didn't expect to get Smash Bros. That's going to be like an E3 thing. They're going to make a big deal out of that. Yeah. Not a direct mini. So, yeah, those were my like, overall thoughts.
1: Yeah, like I said at the beginning of this, met my expectations. Did not have high expectations. Didn't really have low expectations either. Once I saw Direct Mini, I was like, okay, don't really think we're too, not getting, too much. We're into not getting it. Odyssey Two yeah. here. I like, and I was thinking that too. I'm like, who's gonna be the wise guy that really thinks we're gonna get like another Breath of the Wild or something like that?
0: Exactly. Uh like I said, this is really cool. This is basically summed up Nintendo's almost first half all the way up till E three. So. uh... I don't think we're going to get another Direct till E3. Maybe we'll get like a mini Direct, maybe a 3 D another mini Direct, or maybe like a 3DS-themed Direct, because I know they're still going strong with the 3DS. We might get one of those, but I don't think we're going to get anything large. If you're expecting to see Smash Bros., I don't expect that till E3, Metroid Prime, E3, Pokemon Switch. Maybe, we might not even see any of that stuff, but nah. if we're going to see that stuff, it probably won't be till E3 at their next large, large Direct. So, uh, what's one 2018 game announcement you would like to see for Nintendo. What's the b- number one thing if you had to you had to pick one?
1: Ah, uh, jeez, I just had it too. Uh, tell me yours, and I'll try to think of mine.
0: So mine's Smash Bros. Mine is definitely Smash Bros. I want to see Smash Bros. on Switch this year. I do not want a port of the Wii U 3D. I want a full-grown Smash Bros. I don't I don't even need it to come out this year. I just want an announcement to acknowledge that to come. I want that trailer, that 06 Super Smash Bros. Brawl trailer that they released that was like, this, is, this game's coming to Wii. It didn't release for another two years. I didn't care. I just want a trailer like that saying, we are developing a Smash game for Switch, and it is from the ground up.
1: Okay. Uh, I remember what I was going to say, and it's really two things, and it kind of has to do with the Direct Mini 2. I wanted it to be rushed. I want to know what Legend of Zelda game they're going to remaster. That's one of the two things mm. that I'd really like to see for 2018. I want to at least know like what it's going to be.
0: Rumor is it is a Link Between Worlds for they will port that to the Switch. That is a, that, that's a that's going to be one a fantastic the, game That, that would be Switch. a rumor, because like I said, I haven't, re- I haven't played that game since it came out. I would love to play it again on Switch. That is the rumor. Another rumor is Link's Awakening, the uh, Game Boy game, which... An amazing game. That's another rumor, but that'd be that'll be interesting. Cool. Uh, the other
1: thing that I would really, really, really want to see is the Pokemon Switch game. I want to know more. Like I, I, like I don't care too much about Metroid Prime Four. Like I, I what's wrong with you? I already know it's going to be a great game. I want what to know what's what's going to happen with this Pokemon Switch game so badly. So, uh, like, is it like what? What is it?
0: Tell me. <laughs> is it? Uh, it's going to be so fascinating this Pokemon Switch game because. It's going to be so... I feel like it's going to be so different than the traditional handheld games. Like, do you
1: think it's going to be, like, a turn-paced JRPG? I like think it's going like to be, like, the same is, thing. Or? Like,
0: usually same battle system. Maybe, like, same battle system, but the, it's going to be fully rendered in 3D. I think along the if Have you, you ever played Pokemon Go? Have you played Pokemon Go? I haven't played in, like, a couple yeah, of years. But you know how the, uh, what the Pokemon look like in Pokemon Go? Like, how, like, their actual models. Yeah, 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 I think it's going to be similar along the lines to those models, not, like, the um, ones we have on, like, the 3DS. And I... I just can't wait to see what they're gonna do on the Switch. Like, how, because, like, the way that Breath of the Wild runs seamlessly, like, no loading, (laughs) nothing, everything's just there. I would love that for a Pokemon game. Mm.
1: My hopes are so high for that game. High expectations. I need more of that, Sean. So,
0: boom, there we go. (laughs) Boom. But, anyways, we covering anything else today? I think that's all we're gonna do for today. So, that was our thoughts on the Nintendo Direct Mini. Uh, You can give your thoughts. To us, you can email us at the video game circus podcast at gmail.com. You, like I said, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and leave us your feedback. Anything, any feedback is good feedback. So, exactly. All right. Thank we'll, you for
1: listening, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you next back.
0: Thank you.